There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be, an Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey everybody. Well, it was quite an interesting week, don't you think? Yeah, we had a lot of stuff going on. They were uh, discussing the finds from last week. Yes, they kicked it off with meeting in the war room Mm -hmm. and going over in particular what we had all been assuming was the crossbow bolt. Yeah, and they video conferenced in Marty, Mm -hmm. and uh, he was quite impressed. You know who else was impressed? It seemed like Laird was pretty impressed. <laughs> Laird was definitely impressed. I think he wishes he could find things as cool as they keep finding out there. I bet. So, yeah, it, I thought it was interesting that the first thing that Marty had said was, is that a crossbow bolt? Like, that seems to be everybody's initial reaction. Well, you know, they have done a lot of, I'm sure, background work and studying on things that they could find. If it seems familiar to them, they're going to say that right away. Sure. Okay, so Marty does say that it is a crossbow bolt. That's his initial reaction. Everybody else seems to agree that that's what they believe it could be. Well, I would take Gary's word. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he's been around. He's found a lot of things. He's all seen over the a world. lot. Yeah, so I would take his word. And he may have ended up being off the mark, but, you know, maybe the expert at the end of the show, maybe he had it wrong too. It's possible, but I think this expert that will um, come back and touch on. He's. This is what he does, right? Uh, yeah. Apparently, he's also a producer for shows on the History Channel, so his interest might be in getting more viewers. I don't know that he's still a producer there, but I had uh, seen that somebody brought that up online. That is a good point, but at the same time, if it's someone that they trust and know that the information's not not going to get leaked, it makes sense to use him if he is indeed a professional in that area. Yeah, of course. So, you never know. Yeah, in this scene, we also have our first contender of what might be the clot-worthy moment of the episode. Yes. A medieval crossbow bolt found on the shore of Oak Island? But if so, how did it get here? Could it be connected in some way to the lead cross found at Smith's Cove last year? Yes, it sure could be. So after we wrap up with talking about what could potentially be the crossbow bolt, we end up heading over to the money pit. Well, we got Rick, we got Craig Tester. And Charles. Yeah, and they're down there at the money pit going over the sonic drilling and uh, looking at the results or the samples retrieved with the geologist terry matheson yes so what we did leave off last week was with them hitting the tunnel right around 100 feet 97 feet right in there Mm -hmm. so they hit wood and it was horizontal a horizontal wood which is super important to take note of and then the three foot void so they're assuming collapsed tunnel Mm -hmm. which is what they were expecting to hit based off of the seismic results 
Yeah. Uh, this one that they're talking about in this episode, they're speculating this could be one of the flood tunnels. Mm-hmm. So from here, they decide to drill further down in DE6. Yeah, and they go down to a depth of just over 200 feet. Mm-hmm. And they were expecting or hoping to see a void around 170. Yeah, but they kept going and they kept going. And then wah, it, was like, yeah, well, it was like a big crescendo, like, ooh, what did they hit? Mm-hmm. But then they came back from commercial and it was bedrock. Thought, hey, we're on something hard. And you see Rick's face like, oh, that's a good sign. And then everybody's like, oh, we're way too deep. Oh, bedrock. Bedrock, that's nothing. Bummer. Yeah. So it looks like that anomaly wasn't what they were necessarily thinking. Uh, They must have just missed the mark by a little bit. Quite possibly. Seems to happen a lot on Oak Island. (laughs) Yeah. That's classic Oak Island. (laughs) Classic Oak Island. What was the quote? That's why they don't call it Luck Island. (laughs) (laughs) So it was kind of exciting to see what was going on there as they were pulling out the spoils. And here's a clip. Hitting bedrock offers a disappointing development. It means they may have missed the large underground anomaly that was indicated on the 3D map created by the team's recent seismic scanning. It also means they will be forced to choose a different site in the hopes of locating the legendary Chapel Vault. We certainly didn't hit the center of the of the anomaly, and you know that's good and bad news. But as long as the drill is down hole, there's hope. All right, after we're done with the money pit, we follow Marty, Alex, and Craig Tester down to St. Mary's University. There, they present the potential crossbow bolt to Dr. Krista Brousseau and Dr. Sean Yang to do an analysis on it to see what, you know, to verify that it's iron and what other properties it may have. Once they get there and they're talking with her, she states kind of the obvious it's iron. Everybody yeah. agrees. I think the funniest part of that interaction, though, was when he went to hand her the crossbow bolt, and she's like, yeah, I don't think I want to touch that. <laughs> right. And she, like, goes and puts on gloves instead. She's like, yeah, let's uh, let's cover my hands first. She's like, I don't know where that's been. Like, I, I don't want to touch it. I don't blame her. So she also, yeah, she states that it's iron. He agrees it's iron. And what would they normally do for this type of test? They would do an elemental analysis, which is what they're there for. Yep. So high-powered microscope. They take a look at it, uh-huh. and it. I'm sure there's more properties than they showed us, but one of the interesting ones that popped up was manganese. Manganese or manganese? Manganese. I know right now there is a debate about how it's actually said. I think it's. Well, I don't know. Let's listen to our buddy, Robert Clotworthy, and hear how he says it. (laughs) Manganese? Because manganese became used in the production of steel and iron, beginning in the 9th century BC, its presence in the sample could be an indication that the Oak Island team may be in possession of something far older than what they first thought possible. Thank you, Robert, for clearing that up. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> so that being said, uh, after they get the results and we find out about the manganese, then everybody seems really happy with that. Yeah, well, that's a compound that 
is used along with iron to create steel, but this must have been an application of it before that, you know, was a common process. All right. So after that, we end up going over to Smith's Cove with Craig to see how things are going out there. Yeah, we've got to see the progress that Irving is making at putting up the coffer dam. Yes, so it looks like they're making good progress. Of course, Craig is happy. Looks like they've got nine sheets down. Yep, they're on schedule. Yes. It's funny because Craig asks, Ah, so you're ahead of schedule. Things are looking good. They're like, yeah, we're, we're, right on, we're about on schedule. schedule. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to promise to be early and then not deliver early. Yeah, and, you know, he's paying for it, so he uh, is probably like, yeah, let's get this done a little quicker. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it looks like they're making progress there. They just want to make sure we haven't forgot about Smith's Cove. How can we forget? I know. I'm looking pretty forward to it. U-shaped structure. Here we come. <laughs> yeah, or, hopefully or with box drains. And the L-shaped uh, L structure, too. So L's, U's, and boxes. Here oh we my. come. Oh, my. <laughs> All right. So after Smith's Cove, we know everything's shaping up there. Everybody else is headed over to the war room. For a meeting that's been called by Rick. Yeah, Rick had received word that his dear friend Zena Halpern uh, had passed away. Yeah, she was 88 and her health not doing so great. Uh, her and Rick had become pretty good friends. She had worked with the team in the past, providing some really important documents and important history to Oak Island. Yeah, most concerning the Knights Templar. Yes, very much so. If anybody's read her book, they'll know her research is extensive. And then as we see later in the episode, wow. Yeah, you know, I don't remember, but was she the one that found that French map from a couple of seasons ago that talked about like a hatch or... No, I'm not sure if um, that was her. Yeah, that was a that was a really cool find. And then they basically found a uh, some the kind of hatch. Well, yeah, <laughs> depression in the ground where something had happened in the past. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's sad that that you know she passed away, and Rick's obviously extremely torn up about it, and everybody on the team is pretty somber. You know, mm -hmm. she was uh, she wasn't there on Oak Island with them every day but you know i guess with rick she was in spirit with him mm -hmm. and my understanding is that they talked often and you know they were friends they were close and kindred spirits as marty says and i totally believe that i can see that yeah here's that sweet piece that rick read from xena's friend rich moats actually wrote something that i f i think is very apt and, and very eloquent. Well, didn't he work with her? He did work with her, and I would like to, to read it. My heart is heavy at the loss of our dear friend, Zena. She was a sweet but tough woman in love with history. I am comforted in believing she now has all the answers to all of the questions she ever had about history as she listens to her creator. She now knows the full history of Oak Island and what lies below the beautiful surface. I am thankful to have known her. I love you, Zena, 
Rest, my dear friend. She was a lovely woman. Yeah, so that was a really sweet sentiment there. And I like the idea of her being basically in heaven and knowing the mm -hmm. uh, solutions that she sought for so many years. I totally agree. I feel like now she's rooting them on because she knows where X marks the spot is, you yeah. know. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she passed away on May 29th, so this is more than six months ago at this point. Yes. So a lot's happened on Oak Island between now and then. After that, um, a few days later, Rick and Peter end up traveling to New York, which is where she lived because she is she's giving Rick, the team, this information, you know, her life's work. He's being left to Rick, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty big deal for Rick. He's overcome with emotion and um, responsibility, I think. You know, he wants to make sure that her life's work doesn't go with her, you know. It's mm -hmm. continued on, and it, he's determined to make that happen. That it doesn't just fall by the wayside, and I think that's a really good word for it you know he he respects it he's determined it was really interesting when he got there you know yeah, he met. showed up and he met first the uh, grandson jason mm -hmm. and uh, her son davin embraced rick with open arms like in a literal embrace too mm -hmm. you know and basically i guess part of their family yeah and so it seemed like they just welcome him in, talk a bit about her, her life's work, and show him the room of research. Research. Yeah, her. Wow. You know, her house looked very nice and clean, but mm -hmm. when I saw that room, I was thinking horror. <laughs> but uh, I think it's a she's like a hoarder of information. Yeah, that was amazing. Like, what did Rick say? You don't see a note. Uh, post-its in my books like that huh peter no. and he's like no yeah, and it's i don't like, think so <laughs> yeah she was into research and really trying to put all the pieces of the puzzle together yeah well maybe they can finish her work for her yep carry on the legacy that's what we all hope for exactly and while they're there they're going through some different things papers books and they find the book that has the map. Xena's map. Yes, that has been known as Xena's map and then has the supposedly the cipher on it as well, right? Yeah, well, it's a cipher. A cipher. So he boxes those individual things up, hands them. Loads them in the U-Haul. Mm -hmm. Gives yep. them to Peter. Say, hey, pack these separately. We need to... These are really important. Mm-hmm. And as they're packing up, they come across one of uh, the really important Templar documents. Yeah. So let's have uh, Robert explain that for us. Hit it, Rob. The Cremona document? Discovered during the 1970s in a church in Cremona, Italy, the so-called Cremona document is a collection of maps, ciphers, and journal entries, which are believed to have been authored in part by the 12th century Templar knight, Ralph de Soudelay. It describes his activity at the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, where he is believed to have discovered priceless religious artifacts, such as the Holy Grail and the Ark of the Covenant. It also details a voyage that he made to North America, 
with other members of the Knights Templar. Although many mainstream historians remain skeptical as to the Cremona document's authenticity, Rick Lagina is convinced that much of the information contained within it is most likely true. That document led Xena to connections to Oak Island, and that needs to be followed up on, but as of yet, we don't have a complete understanding. And we'll have to see what comes of that document. Yes, and then from there, they end up, after they've loaded everything up, we're headed right on back to Oak Island and to the Money Pit. Yeah, we joined the guys at the Money Pit. We've got Craig, Dan Henske, Charles Barkhouse, Rick, and Terry Matheson uh, doing some work on the borehole H7.5. H8 gave us some interesting stuff last year. Yeah, they gave us the book binding. Yes. Leather. Pottery pottery uh human bones mm-hmm. and now they're drilling down to see if they can find anything cool or anything worth note yes uh, right it, next to h8 yeah it makes sense at about 160 feet they're they're pulling out the spoils and examining them and who is it it's craig that pulls out something and says i think this is coconut fiber Looks like one of Rick's hairs to me. <laughs> well, I don't think Rick's hairs got down in there yeah, for some not. reason. Yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, it's super interesting if it is, turns mm-hmm. out to be coconut fiber. You know, that's what they've been uh, saying for hundreds of years that they've been finding. And trees that bear coconuts are not native to anywhere close to Oak Island. No, they would have to come there via someone else and one of those things would be why is it down there so deep pretty important there's no there's no explanation other than somebody doing some kind of work down there Mm -hmm. and they have found it in a variety of different areas on oak island in places that it seems like it shouldn't be it more man-made potential things well they've definitely uh documented the finding of coconut fiber out on Smith's Cove. Yes, which is a big one. In the potential box drains. Mm-hmm. Here is a clip about the relevance of coconut fiber on the island. In 1804, when the money pit was excavated by the Onslow Company, searchers reported finding a large amount of coconut fiber at a depth of 60 feet. Given that the nearest coconut trees are located some 1,500 miles south of Nova Scotia, they concluded that it had been used to make a kind of rope that would enable depositors to lower something of great value down into the shaft. Could the discovery of coconut fiber be an important indication that Rick, Marty, and the team have finally located the site of the original money pit? You know, coconut fiber has been found at depth in the money pit. If this indeed is coconut fiber, it makes this location much more relevant in terms of further search agenda. Whether that means a large can or additional drilling, I don't know. Certainly a very unique find, certainly worth testing. Interesting information in regards to the coconut fiber. Yeah, absolutely. So as they continue to go through the spoils in H7.5, they end up finding wood wood cut axe wait let me try that again they end up finding axe cut wood at about 170 feet seems pretty important yeah that's really deep how would wood cut by an axe 
end up at that depth if not for somebody being down there doing some kind of work. That also brings us to another contender for the clot-worthy moment of the show. Listen to this. Axe cut wood found approximately 170 feet deep underground and nearly the same depth where recent seismic scanning revealed a mysterious 30-foot wide chamber? Could the Oak Island team have just discovered solid evidence of the legendary chapel vault? Yeah. <laughs> Axe cut wood. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Axe cut wood by humans? Could it be? Anyways, moving on from our axe cutwood. <laughs> so wrapping up the show, the team meets back in the war room to discuss the item that we've come to know in the past, what, two weeks mm -hmm. as the crossbow, crossbow bolt. bolt. Yeah. So they have an antiquities expert yes. uh, show up. His name is Gabriel Vandervoort. And I looked him up on IMDb, and it says that he was known as a writer and a producer, known for UFO Files, The Curse of Oak Island, and Storage Wars. UFO Files? Yes. Okay, I can't trust him anymore. <laughs> it. I'm going back to it's a crossbow bolt. That seems more likely uh, than what he suggests, because it's pretty far out there to think... Uh, oh, because he, he said it was a Roman pylum, mm -hmm. which is a spear type of weapon that mm -hmm. is usually, uh, you could jab people with it or throw it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's kind of like a javelin. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Not like a modern day javelin, but something very deadly. Mm -hmm. Could pierce armor. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he has, you know, that's what he suggests that it is. And, you know, hey, he, he, he is some kind of antique antiquities expert you mm -hmm. know just because he was a producer on the show in the past or worked on some other ufos shows, <laughs> other interesting types of shows i like ufos i don't like ufos babe the... we could argue about this all night long and this could be do you understand how big the universe is i i do but i don't, I don't believe do. in little green men and with sharp who, sticks who, or whatever. <laughs> Nobody ever said that it was little green men bringing sharp uh, sticks and leaving them on Oak Island. Okay, okay, okay sure. The, I'm just saying. No, I'm saying the universe is so big and so old. We are like, okay, I could go on and on about this. because That's a whole different this podcast. This is something I really uh, enjoy and like. I'm not saying aliens have ever visited the earth, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. The whole, we're getting off the subject here. <laughs> the only thing we're proving here is whether it's a crossbow bolt or a javelin. And I would just like to say they look nothing like the javelins I had in track and field growing up. But they would be, eh, probably, yeah, I could throw that pretty well. Yeah, maybe. Can you, you could pierce some chain mail. You want to try it out? No? No, okay. no, no, thank you. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's definitely a weapon of some kind. Another saying it's Roman, which is insane. That would be very, very, very old. That would be 2,000 years old. That's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy talk that something from uh, from Europe would be... In North America. Taken to North America back in that time. You know, the guy did suggest maybe it was brought over as like a weapons cache, you know, and uh, I could dropped be on at a board later with time. That. that could have been, that could be something, but I don't know. 
Okay, so if it was found on lot 26, mm-hmm. so that's Captain James Anderson's boat. I can see him with like all kinds of really old weapons and they're coming here to bury them. Bury weapons? Maybe. Ah, mm. uh, I know it doesn't work. I like the idea of a weapon cache though. It's I feels like it's the only way to actually explain this. Weapons? Yes. Yeah, I don't Maybe know. it was there to help protect the Ark. <laughs> Maybe it was like being thrown at someone while they were hauling it up the beach. Mm. And that's how it got left there. Maybe. People don't go after their javelins after they pierce someone with them. Yeah, it did break, didn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, uh, maybe that's something they should pursue next is testing it for DNA. Yeah, I'm thinking <laughs> not going to find it on the uh, ocean shore after so many years. Yeah, probably not. But, yeah, we'll have to see what comes of that. You know, it, like it seemed like Rick and Marty and the team were blown away, but also highly skeptical. Yeah. We saw Mr. Jack Bagley there mm-hmm. just kind of nope. giggling to himself. Yeah, he was so excited at the... He practically jumped out of his chair at the idea of it being Roman. I think he wanted to hug the guy. (laughs) Yeah, but then you see... uh, But Gary was like, Roman, baby! Yeah, yeah. But deep down, I think Gary probably knows. Eh, it's probably more likely a crossbow bolt. Yeah, but they do talk about how crossbow bolts aren't that long, usually. But, I mean... We don't, I didn't live back then. <laughs> no. I don't know. Maybe it was a special one. Yeah. I don't know. We'll just have to see what comes of that in the future. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just bias because we like Gary so much. But I, I trust Gary more than uh, Gabriel. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to put it kind of on the back burner. Like, kind of like Rick says. Guys, I think we got a lot to digest. <laughs> we yeah. need to walk away and think about it. Yeah, Totally. So they wrap stuff up in the war room. Yeah, and then we see what is going to happen next week on the Curse of Oak Island. Potentially, oh man, all kinds of goodies that they give us here. So They continue going through the spoils down at the money pit. Yes, and we see a big piece of wood. Mm. So maybe they hit a shaft, a shaft, a tunnel, a chamber, money pit, the chamber, a chamber. Maybe. Maybe. Could it be? I don't know. Then we also see Gary out metal detecting with our buddy Jack. Mm -hmm. They make an interesting find, it looks like. So could be French. Could be. That's what they're suggesting at the end there. That would be really cool. Well, carvings in Dome, France, of the Knights Templar. Mm -hmm. And then we saw the Xena's map in in French. French. That's some... intriguing things to think about i am very much more intrigued by that than the roman pylum than (laughs) the javelin i'm i'm on the fence about the javelin it can stay on the back burner hey i hope it is i do too and i hope yeah that'd be great but i'm not sold yet yeah i'm not sold yet but i'm super excited about this idea of something with the french totally yeah that'd be super cool I can't wait till next week. Anyways, so I think that's it for us, isn't it? No. Do you have more to chat about? Yeah, we have our clot-worthy moment Ooh, results from last week. That's true. What do we got? If you remember, our choices for the clot-worthy moment of the episode were... A large void. <laughs> or... Wood. 
from a tunnel? Alright. What one? Wood from a tunnel? <laughs> Received 67% of the vote. It's because they find so much wood. They find yeah. wood next week. Yeah, that we know. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> it is. We also saw axe cut wood this oh, week. Yeah, that, that's one of our clot-worthy moments for this episode that's right. here. So here's that clip. Axe cut wood found approximately 170 feet deep underground. <laughs> I like uh, I like the way he says that. Yeah, our second clot-worthy moment of the episode is manganese. <laughs> also a good one. Yeah. So we, you know, he never lets us down, right? Oh, no, never. So you could go to our Twitter page, that is at Oak Island Pod, and vote for what you think is the clot-worthy moment of the episode, and we will reveal the results for that next week. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram at Oak Island Podcast. If you'd like to contact us, you can do that by reaching out to us through email, and that's at oakislandpodcast at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed the show, please go into iTunes and give us a five-star review. Yeah, so I look forward to next episode. That's a wrap. Thanks, guys. And until next time. Could it be? would say holy shimola. <laughs> <laughs>